it's always a question. Are you thankful? The Access More Podcast Network has faith-based shows about culture, family, and entertainment without all the other noise so you can discover inspiring conversations easier. Start listening today at accessmore.com. Hey, what's up? Welcome to the Pantry Podcast, where Woo! we serve up Jesus, not junk food, especially this week. Because <laughs> Look, this is I think everybody serves up a lot of food. I know. Y'all went to a Friendsgiving yesterday, and it was definitely like, people were walking out like, like, yo, that's like three games of things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we were blessed with a very amazing Friendsgiving this yes. year. And then we're also, as you heard last week from our adorable daughter, we are also going to be in Kentucky doing a Thanksgiving, a Friendsgiving part two slash Thanksgiving with our two closest little families, family, other, yeah. other little family pods. And we're all going to be hanging out in an Airbnb. Oh, that's cool. And it's going to be gonna be really cool you know but what i'm thankful for mm-hmm. that we got our own <laughs> yes y'all you know what's funny is we were not gonna get our own airbnb and, and shay was gonna have to deal with four children in the house non-stop but then we realized it was actually more cost oh, effective yeah, for crazy. us to get our own airbnb and everyone else get a separate airbnb it was cheaper for everyone than trying to rent the available like 12 person house. I, I like my wife. She always backs me up with the diplomatic solution and answer to all the questions. I'll just Not always. You, I'll just have today you, at this, service, this you. Crazy. No, today <laughs> at service, you were the diplomatic one and I just said it like it says. So it depends on the situation and the emotional heights. But yes, yes. So. And yet here we are. Yes, here we're we are. We're about to talk and actually extend last week's into yes. a thought of thankfulness yes. and gratitude. I, you know, we're doing a sermon series right now. What, what is it's, it's um, is our attitude gratitude, right? No. What is it? The attitude of gratitude. Okay. What do I mean? Like, it's close I'm, enough. I'm close. I'm close. You just it. turned it into a question. That's all. Uh, yeah. So, but we're talking about that. And is our attitude, gra- you know, of gratitude. I like that. Is our attitude <laughs> of gratitude. Yo, you know, it reminds me, always oh, good at correcting because we're, we're going to church and little Kalia singing it today and Kalia's in the back going, an attitude of attitude <laughs> when it was supposed to be an attitude of gratitude. <laughs> and Michelle stops and she's like, sweetie, she does it really nice. She goes, you know, we've been listening to our sermon series this whole month. So she explains it in a way, not just like, hey, you need to say gratitude. She explains <laughs> I was the whole like, sermon series. So there's this verse in the song called that. And it says attitude of what? And she's like, gratitude. So she knew it. It's just in the moment, you know, she's flowing. And I was like, yeah, you know, we know what's cool about that. That's also our service series. I completely changed the subject. I was like, I'm just gratitude. Reinforce gratitude. No, and it worked. Right. She's, they, the little the little ones did a beautiful job they of singing the song. They were fluffy. So, like, so Even cute. as a dad, you know, okay, I think dads get like adorable like, <gasps> moments too. Because it's like. <laughs> you did. And they know what's funny. It's just not about Kalia though. I look at all these kids like really yes. like singing this thing. Of course, you got Kalia up there with her hands like. And she's like, all serious in the world. <laughs> it's so cute. Anyway, but. Thankfulness. And we're going to talk about that. And I think it's it's cool when you think about that because the Bible always reinforces that. Yes. It always reinforces gratitude. Yes. It always reinforces like this this attitude that stands outside of, of time. And almost. circumstance. Time and circumstance. I, I, actually, I like that. It stands outside of time. Because let me tell you, sometimes mm-hmm. I can't grab a hold of thankfulness and gratitude in the circumstance in time. I've got to take it out to the spirit and take it to where it belongs with God and say, hey, here I am. Mm -hmm. You know, you brought up something on the way to church this morning 
where we were talking about when you had pneumonia a couple years back mm. and how you were you were explaining to Clea because she's got a cough. I might sound different to you because I'm fighting what she has. Um, but so <laughs> so the cross goes up. <laughs> lots of ginger, lots of lemon, lots of cayenne pepper. That's pretty much my diet right now. But anyway, so we were in the car and you were explaining to her, you know, just keep singing. It helps get it out. Right. And then you said, like when I had pneumonia mm. and then you said something really cool. You said, well, it's like you never even really think of it and it's not even a big deal once it's over. Right. And that's because time passes, right? And right. in like I didn't say it in the car, but my thought was like, why can't we tap into that more in the mm. moment? Like, yes, not to take away from the suffering. And it's more for your own suffering. It's not something to pass on to someone else. But I was just thinking about when I'm suffering, can I tap into that reality that one day I will barely ever think about this? Mm. And so since that's the case, can I focus more on things I will think about later? Right. Even now in this misery, in this struggle, in this hardship, can I still focus more on things that I will like to think about later rather than just you know, marinating and stewing <laughs> in something I don't want to remember. Right. And um, so, yeah, so I, I think that that's important because, you know, we're making, I'm not gonna say we're making a big deal because, I mean, we have two episodes around Thanksgiving and they're both about thankfulness, right? <laughs> but there's some people who have nowhere to go on Thanksgiving. There's some people who have a hard time, mm. you know. I have a bad memory from an early Thanksgiving, but I'm over it. Like, just, <laughs> you know, to, to long story short, I moved on, right? But why did I move on? A few reasons, but one, God kind of blessed me with this, like, I don't really carry those kind of things. But also what was residual, mm. God worked on when I came to him. And, and I think that... um so I wanted to shout that out for anyone listening that this is like not the happy, joyous, funny time with Friendsgivings and Thanksgivings and kids singing on stage. Maybe this is a time where you have a lot of expect expectations that aren't that met. And that's what's cool is that this message still applies mm. because God says in every circumstance. And, and so unpacking what it means to be thankful. How can you be thankful in every circumstance when you're not getting anything that you want right now? Right. You know, and, and maybe even challenging that statement in itself that anything I want. Yeah, I was talking to Pastor Dan, speaking about the seasons, because when mm -hmm. we start talking about Christmas and Thanksgiving, for some reason, okay, well, first winter. I think if you live in the four seasons, winter plays a role. But, I think but so it's too. actually, it takes part in all seasons. Mm -hmm. Like even people who live in the South, they have nice weather all the time. You know, it's like this happens during this time of year that, that people become more burdened and more saddened. And it was kind of cool that I'm talking to Pastor Dan as he's cutting down one of the trees at, at, at our church yesterday. Yeah. And he, he, y'all, he dropped a big <laughs> tree. It was so cool. Anyway, it smells good. Oh yeah, it's awesome. And so, but he's telling me that he has a ministry that goes out on Thursday, on Thanksgiving. I say Thursday because it's always Thursday, and then also Christmas Day because those are the highest suicide rates mm. um, during the year. And so what he's doing is he's trying to go out there and just meet people where they're at. And I think that's so cool because we have the answer. And I think when we, we, people might not believe that. Like, if you don't believe in God, you don't believe in Jesus. Like, and then sometimes as Christians, we also have that problem. It's like, I'm not trusting in. I think we, they're talking about today. Why me? Why me? Why me? Instead of like, okay, hold on. God. I like what Pastor B said. He's like, why me? No, what it should be like, okay, God, what, like, where do I need work? Mm -hmm. What do we need to work on? What, what do you need me to do? Maybe I don't need to be worked on, but maybe you need me in a different mindset. Right. So going to God and say, okay, instead of why me, but. Hey, what's up? Yeah. <laughs> like, like, what's up? What you need? What you what? What, <laughs> you, what you want to learn? <laughs> you rang. And then and one of the great examples that came out of uh, that we've been hearing about too is I love Moses. I love that Moses knows he ain't going. 
Like he yeah. is not going. He don't get to go. He don't get to go over into the promised land. But I think also he also knew there was going to be challenges, right? Because he does preach that in Deuteronomy, right? We talked about today. It's yeah. Like, and in Deuteronomy, he's sitting there. But what I like is he says, "What, what, what the Lord um, always uh, focus on the Lord. Remember, remember the Lord." 16 times. Remember the Lord. Remember the Lord. Mm-hmm. He's like, he's instilling. He's like, you know what? Just because it's called the promised land and everyone thinks, oh, it's going to be so great. No, there's going to be challenges. Mm-hmm. There are going to be. And we noticed that once they were in the promised land, it didn't end. I mean, they had 40 years of the desert. They just walked into more problems. Of course, sometimes brought upon themselves. And Often. most of the time. <laughs> Often. But he's, he's like, remember the Lord. Yeah. Remember the Lord. Yeah. Oh, how big is that in our circumstance to be able to remember the Lord? I think that in my own circumstance, like even in that season, man, it's like, it was really cool. And that's kind of how Twitter took, because I started singing, like, I just wanted to sing because it would break things up and like, and it started getting it out and it would help me breathe and it would help me like, it would exercise my lungs. And I was so thankful that I could even do that. I was thinking I could breathe because I was going through times when I didn't breathe. Like it would just completely cease. It's true. So it was like, I, but it, I could have sat there and be like, uh, you know, but no, I was just kept thinking and focusing on God and saying, you know what? He's going to carry me through. Yeah, that's that's an important mindset to have. I I was telling the teens at mm. Youth Rally on Friday night, I was telling them because we, we got on the subject of, you know, OK, so how did, are you going to be thankful when you're not happy or right. or how do you have thankfulness in all circumstances? And. And the why me question mm. is, is a very good one to kind of acknowledge because when you're asking why me, what you don't realize you're saying, or maybe you do realize it on some level, but you don't realize what you're saying, but you're like, I'm perfect and not deserving of anything bad ever. Why me? Mm. Or you're saying this, I have judged to be much worse than the small little thing I have done. So why me? Mm. Either way, right? Maybe we always imagine like the little child that's battling cancer, right? Because they're little and what have they done, right? They barely know right from wrong and they're already battling this. But rather than always go there, because you're not that little kid anymore, right? Maybe you have that little kid, maybe you know that little kid, but you yourself, right? Most of our listeners are adults to some degree. You make your own choices. You have your own sin. You have your own flaws, And that's not to say you're not amazing or that we wouldn't enjoy having coffee with you or anything like that. But it means because you're not perfect, there's something to be worked on in you. Mm. And he knows how severe a thing it's going to take to work on that in you. And it says something big if there's something in you that takes something of that gravity, maybe. But everything in your life don't take that. Right. Right. There's many lessons you've been able to learn, swallow stomach and start acting on without those huge things, but he knows. And so sometimes I look at my life and I look at what I'm dealing with, I'm like, dang, I'm so hard headed. This is the only way I'm gonna learn it, you know? And But what I'm doing is I'm trying to like look for the lesson, look for the exercise. You know, Allie B. Stuckey, another podcaster, she always says like, do the next right thing. Mm. You know, what's God's will for your life? To do the next right thing, right? How do you figure that out? Learn the word of God, be in communion right. with him, right? Um, and so we, we tend to take things very personally and, and see things and, and get caught up in the why. Right. But, you know, at Bible study once you said, it's not the why, it's the what. Mm. You know, what should I do next rather than why me? Rather than getting paralyzed and stuck in that grime. And when you start asking what next, regardless of what you're going through, what can I do next? What should I do next? What must be done next? Then that is kind of in line and parallel with thankfulness because... 
you're not getting in an ungrateful heart by asking the wrong questions. And instead you're asking questions that produce maybe a little more thankfulness or at least a clearer mind, a clearer heart to be able to figure out, you know, you know, what should be done, what can be done and and look Mm -hmm. at life with a, a little bit of a more productive, if not brighter perspective. Yeah, I, I think I've said this before. You know, you can look at your kids and be like, oh my gosh, my kids. And then when you add up the time, like how bad they are and what percentage, most people, right? It's like, mm-hmm. oh, it's, it's like, right. <laughs> not so much, it's not so bad. <laughs> and then there's others that, well, hey, if you're, if, sorry, mom, <laughs> sorry, dad. I was not in the 80%, <laughs> I was lower. <laughs> but there were still good times in there. So, right. you know, you gotta take in what's good. As we're sitting here talking, and I'm gonna bring this up because I have always watched the African videos. Mm. Give money to the African children, and granted, there's some they're going through some some hard times. Yes, they. And they always take that one image of the little kid just pitiful, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying that there's not a moment of that, but I have traveled the world and I have seen poverty and I have seen kids in suffering. But what's really cool is like, yeah, there might be those moments. But what's amazing is the ones that you don't hardly see on camera is like they get through it a little bit. Right. And Mm -hmm. then they start playing with the kids around them and then they're playing. You see what I'm saying? Like, like there's always something. Um, I've seen kids that haven't eaten for days. Right. Mm -hmm. But watch, they're singing praises to Jesus. I get it. They're, they're going to have that moment of downtime. We're all going to have that moment, y'all. Yeah, they didn't demand have, provision right, to right. praise him. Ooh, boom, fist bump on camera. Bam, <laughs> I love it. No, you're right. They didn't. And so, it, what, but what's neat is like, here's where I'm getting on this, is the world, to include ourselves sometimes, we want to just grab a hold of all the negative. Oh, woe is me. Oh, woe is thee. Oh, my gosh, that stinking tree that's going to fall on my house. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I just wanted to rhyme it with something. You're so funny. You're so much. <laughs> I just wanted to rhyme with something. But no, like, like, oh, woe is me. Oh, woe is thee. And it's like, okay, can we, can we find something good? Mm-hmm. And we've gone through this. Right. And we've had to sit there and say, no, no, no. God, okay, watch this. If all you have left is that God is good, you got more than most of the world has. Right. If they don't have God. Right. It's true. Because let me tell you something. When I closed my eyes for the last time or either way, (laughs) I'm going to be in a better place. Right. Not always easy to live in. But look, so what? get back to that analogy, right? Let me tell you something. Behind that camera, after that camera turns off, there's a lot of kids that that turn around and play. They go through that moment. Yeah, it's hard. But it's amazing to watch kids. Like, they turn it off. It's like, they get around. So, other kids, watch. You get a little tape ball. We had a little tape balls. We take tape off of our packaging and stuff. And we would put it into a ball. And you throw that out to them. It's like they went from, like, and they're all running around kicking this little tape ball around. I mean, like, you see what I'm saying? You show up. Somebody's going to show up. And it's going to change the attitude and the dynamic. Mm -hmm. And it's amazing how they can just respond. And maybe, like God said, be more like children. Have faith like children. Yeah, they move on quickly. And we all have, you know, things that we that happened to us as kids that that shaped us for the worse and for the better. But in general, kids, they bounce back very quick. They're very resilient. They bounce through it. And somewhere along the line as adults, maybe because we have these bad expectations that that's supposed to end one day Mm. or that we're supposed to be better now and not as easily messed up by our circumstances. Mm. But yet we still give our circumstances permission to rob us of thankfulness. 
So right. we're, we're in the same place, but we're, we're giving life a lot more authority over us than mm. the kids do sometimes, you right. know, the kids, they have something there when they realize, you know, they get to choose it. And I remember Kalia sometimes is always, you know, at night sometimes sp- struggles to pray everything that she could pray. <laughs> and, uh, and so sometimes she's like, I'm not thankful for anything tonight. And I'm like, cause I'll ask, you know, Hey, what are you, th- what do you want to give thanks to God for tonight? And she's like, I don't have anything tonight. And I'm like, so you're not thankful for your legs. She's like, and, and she'll sit there. Cause she's like, <laughs> she thinks things through, <laughs> you know, I'm like, so you're not thankful for your legs. Cause you know, they help you walk. And she's like, yeah, well, I'm like, what about your eyes? They help you see. Yeah. And, and I give her a few and then I don't push her to like, now go thank him for it. But I just kind of leave it there. And I'm like, well, I'm thankful for those things. And <laughs> you know, just because it, it takes exercise. And that's what we're saying is, you know, this season, especially if yes. this season is one that you dread, take stock of what you do have not to compare yourself to others because that is not healthy mm. either, but just take stock of what you do have. Don't make, don't focus on the list of what you right. don't have or what you've lost, but instead, what do you have? If you are breathing, you have breath. And maybe that sounds cheesy, but you have breath, right? Mm. That's not a cheap thing. That's not an easy thing. Rocks don't breathe, right? Like, I mean, it's not this thing that is just, ta- like we don't have to take it for granted. And the more we treasure these things that we do take for granted, mm the more we can shift our mindset and, and the way that we walk. Absolutely. And on that note, what, real quick, she's going to do it again. But look, our Patreon does support kids in Kenya. Mm-hmm. It supports ministry in Kenya. Mm-hmm. It's helping you know, to, to feed and to take care of, of kids in, in Kenya. So at the end of this, when she goes to the Patreon, just remember, but watch, don't think like, oh, think about these little kids that are like, just excited. Yeah. And they get a bowl of like rice or, or, or porridge or something. Yeah. Like, they're like, oh. yeah. it's like amazing to watch. Um, but as we go into the holidays, I love it, what you said. Let's keep focused. Mm-hmm. And look, keep focused. Like I said, if the last thing is Jesus, keep that focused. Because he will get it. Amen. Amen. So yeah, patreon.com slash the pantry podcast. You can do a one-time donation or you can do recurring donations to help us put food on tables in Kenya as well as help our setup just stay maintained and, and well off so that we can continue to do this. And you can go to the pantrypodcast.com to get our Jesus Not Junk Food seven-day free devotional. So until next time. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. The Pantry Podcast is also honored to be featured on the Edify app, Spark Radio, Spark Media on Uplifted, and Eternity Ready Radio.